As the rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you very warmly to this service. These acts of worship include readings, prayers and sermons that have been newly recorded, together with congregational hymns and choir items drawn from our extensive archive of recorded music. I shall be offering this act of worship on your behalf, so please join your prayers with mine. May the light and hope of Christ be with us all as our worship begins.
I welcome you very warmly to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this, the second Sunday before Advent. Wherever you are in the world, and however you are listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him, through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require, Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus you are, Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament reading is taken from the first book of Kings, chapter 1, beginning at the 15th verse. And Bathsheba went in unto the king into the chamber, and the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite ministered unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed, and did obeisance unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now, behold, Adonijah reigneth. And now, my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Abiathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass, when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he is gone down this day, and hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the king's sons and the captains of the host, and Abiathar the priest. And behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, God save King Agdonijah. But me, even me thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called. Is this thing done by my lord the king? And thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then David the king answered, and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence, and stood before the king. And the king sware, and said, As the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so will I certainly do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth, and did reverence to the king, and said, Let my lord King David live for ever. And King David said, Call me Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. And they came before the king. The king also said unto them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and cause Solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him their king over Israel. And blow ye with a trumpet, and say, God save King Solomon. Then ye shall come up after him, that he may come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead. And I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king and said, Amen. The Lord God of my Lord the King say so too. As the Lord hath been with my Lord the King, even so be he with Solomon, 
and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord King David. So Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites went down, and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule, and brought him to Gihon. And Zadok the priest took an horn of oil out of the tabernacle, and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes, and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament reading is taken from Revelation chapter 1, beginning at the fourth verse. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you, and peace, from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, under Ephesus and unto Smyrna and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp twedged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive for evermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
O God, whose blessed Son was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil and to make us the children of God and heirs of eternal life. Grant us, we beseech thee, that having this hope, we may purify ourselves even as he is pure, that when he shall appear in power and great glory, we may be made like unto him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where with thee, O Father, and thee, O Holy Spirit, he liveth and reigneth, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I have always found November quite a strange and rather solemn month. It is a month of remembering, where death can feel strangely close at hand, as is reflected in our liturgical calendar. At the start of this month, we marked All Souls Tide, when we remembered before God those close to our hearts who have passed away. The following Sunday, last Sunday, we held our Remembrance Sunday commemoration to honour the memory of those who died in war. In any other year, we would have held a special ceremony here on Armistice Day itself, when wreaths are laid in the crypt chapel in memory of journalists who were killed in the two world wars. And in similar vein, but with a much wider focus, November is generally the month when we hold our annual journalists' commemorative service, when we remember those working in all areas of the media who have passed away or who have lost their lives during the course of their work. And these rather serious and sombre occasions always seem to me to be of a piece with the changing pattern of the hours of daylight and the climate at this time of year. When the clocks change at the end of October, the days suddenly feel a great deal shorter as darkness falls much earlier. The weather becomes colder. The trees shed vast quantities of dying leaves. And it is certainly the case for me that I suddenly become alert to the fact that the current year is dying too, slowly drawing to a close. Despite the very best efforts of the advertisers and the retail outlets, Christmas, with its air of celebration and festive joy, still feels some way off. At the moment, the mood is still really quite dark. And yet, having said that, there can be a strange and stark beauty about this month. It is a month of candles, and for many, a time of bonfires and fireworks. The priest and poet Malcolm Guite reflects on some of these themes in his poem, November's Song. Let me read it for you. He writes this. November sings its song with tongues of fire, from the first flame of candles for the dead to the last embers of an old desire, shifting to ashen grey, from burning red. From the first flame of candles for the dead, a mass for all souls held against the dark, shifting to ashen grey from glowing red, till dust and ashes smother every spark. A mass for all souls held against the dark, kindles an old flame till it's bonfire night till dust and ashes smother every spark, 
and faces strangely changed in firelight kindle old flames until it's bonfire night. Then comes the shadow of Remembrance Day, for faces strangely changed in firelight are ashes now, or lowered in the clay. Out of the shadow of Remembrance Day, out of the embers of an old desire, out of these ashes and this silent clay, November sings its song with tongues of fire. Today, this month of November, has acquired a new identity in the Church of England's calendar, in that we now mark it as a season in its own right, a season that begins on All Saints' Day on the 1st of November and ends with Advent Sunday, when the new church year begins. Advent Sunday falls either at the very end of November or the start of December. And during this season, there is a special form of the morning office that we say here every day, which, after an opening greeting, begins with the following prayer. Blessed are you, sovereign God, ruler and judge of all. To you be praise and glory forever. In the darkness of this age that is passing away, may the light of your presence which the saints enjoy surround our steps as we journey on. May we reflect your glory this day and so be made ready to see your face in the heavenly city where night shall be no more. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I've been particularly struck this year by the power and the spiritual wisdom of this prayer. Not only is the old year passing away, but in a world that seems increasingly bleak, in which we are close to the point of no return in the damage we are doing to our planet and the gifts of God's creation, when so many of the dark forces around us can feel beyond our control, it is a prayer that speaks directly to those realities. It is a prayer that reminds us that however dark life may feel, the light of God's presence is still with us, surrounding our steps. It reminds us that we are still on a journey and must continue to move forward, even when life feels hopeless and the way ahead is dark and unclear. And more than that, it draws our attention to the fact that we are also called to be bearers of that same light. May we reflect your glory this day. And the prayer ends with words of blessing as it reminds us of the glorious destiny that awaits us. In the darkness of this age that is passing away, may the light of your presence which the saints enjoy surround our steps as we journey on. May we reflect your glory this day 
and so be made ready to see your face in the heavenly city where night shall be no more. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not a bad prayer to hold in our hearts on a dark and dismal November evening. Amen. Let us pray. Generous God, your love bids us welcome. Give to your church an open heart. Unite your gathered people into a true fellowship of your Son. We ask for your blessing on the leaders of your churches, and especially on Justin and Stephen, our Archbishops, Sarah, our Bishop, and Alison, our Rector. We pray also today for the Church of Ceylon and for the Estonian Evangelical Lutheran Church. Lord, in thy mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Generous God, your Son gave a model of simple charity Transform our governance with such willing compassion. May the hungry find food shared and the thirsty be revived. Lord, in thy mercy, hear, hear our, prayer. our prayer. Generous God, break down the barriers that divide communities and increase hostilities. Extend the hands of friendship to soften hardened hearts. Remove all that diminishes people's worth. Lord, in thy mercy, hear, hear our, prayer. our prayer. 
generous God, pour out your love and compassion on all who cry to you. We pray especially for those members of our community in this city and around the world who are in need at this time. We remember before you all who suffer in body, in mind or in spirit, and we ask for your blessing upon them. Lord, in thy mercy, hear, hear our, prayer. our prayer. Generous God, receive with mercy and forgiveness all who have died. We pray especially for the recently departed and for those whose year's mind comes at this time. Comfort those who grieve and bring us to share in the reward of the righteous. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We commend ourselves and all for whom we have prayed to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers, prayers for the, the sake, sake of thy Son, Son our, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always.